A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Do, 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 do. Exciting and new. Go online. Mm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Beyonce. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 Day Beyonce. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love. It's reality, yes. Let's love. Well, y'all, it finally happened. And no, I'm not talking about Discovery Plus finally releasing this. <laughs> Tell all. <laughs> I'm saying it. Three, two or three days late. Three days late. It was very confusing. Um, yeah. So this is the UK. Tell all. It's the UK. Tell all. You call season two. It finally happened. That apparently a tell-all ho- host has been reading the manual of a poodle of how to marry a man. <laughs> when she wrote down, when she said, if you want them to have money, you got to go old. If he's still eating solid foods, he's too young. I went, yes. <laughs> and then this is a line I'm jealous of. I got to say, I don't, I'm not jealous of a lot. One line of Coke and a vigorous hand job away from getting a summer house. <laughs> she told Tion or the Tion's mom and y'all they weren't no one was really having it everyone was a bit was very British and was like <laughs> where we would have been like ah! I would have been falling out and going like um, I love you this is a tell all 90 day UK tell all let's just jump Catherine Ryan was fantastic yeah, so jump in you know some people I just did this uh, collab with um Again, with Amy uh, Archer and, and Amanda, and um, they and Amanda didn't like her. Didn't yeah. What didn't like her, and we talked about it. I think maybe she gives you a little bit of. I said maybe she gives you that. Um, it's originally when I was kind of judgmental of like a, a Whitney Cummins or Cummings or something like. I said Cummins. I said that like the Cummins from Oklahoma. Um, that Cummins gal. You did. <laughs> I would be, oh my God, that's who I would be in the musical Oklahoma. Kelly just told me they float up to him. Oh, sorry, I'm Dirt, sorry. Dirty Cummings. Dirty Cummings, yes. Dirty. <laughs> You're right. Um, you you would definitely be a B, B character. <laughs> um, but I think she presents as kind of this girl, like, um, like mean girl, like in middle school, you would have said something to her and she would have gone like, whatever. And... Maybe that's it, but I loved her. Loved her. I think you know what? I understand if you're if you are treating this show as a documentary and everything is um everything is real and everything that is presented is not for shock value, mm-hmm. then you need a Sean Robinson. Yeah. If you need to lean into the ridiculousness of this, then you need a Captain Ryan. 
I don't or, think the U.S. will ever do this. We'll no. ever have a comedian. Or if you need a tell-all host who actually watches the show, then you need a Catherine Ryan. I still can't believe they just don't make Sean watch the show. <laughs> it, it does feel like... She, it, she She's not a fan of the show. No, that's what I loved about Catherine is that more than... Even if you didn't love her jokes, you have to appreciate... She's a fan. She's fucking into this show and watches it. And she's invested in the outcome. And I yeah. don't think that's the biggest problem I have with Sean is I think she's trying to be an interviewer. She's trying to be distanced from it. And I think for some people that worked for their first two to three seasons. But when they start fighting, I, I think we've lost that. I think they need to really rethink how tell-alls go. I, I think so too. Cause like even in this tell, I should have told, I should have told them that night at the party. Yeah, I should have, <laughs> should have the TLC um, network president. But I think Catherine, what I liked about this, like at one point, I don't remember what it was, but she went, huh, okay, I think you kind of changed my mind a little bit about that. And like the way- She came in with opinions. What we would with a fan about that. So that's what I really appreciated. So loved Catherine. We both loved Catherine Ryan. I knew you would when I watched it. Um, What did you think of the tell-all in general? Did it accomplish what we say tell-alls are supposed to do? No, this was a dud for me. Complete, really? complete content wise, it was a complete dud for me. Why? Um, this feels like English people trying to make American reality TV um, mm, okay. in that style. They they do their own version really well, and it didn't. I think they were trying to interview, but they didn't know how, but they didn't. They wanted to kind of keep it somewhat Graham Norton. They had people shimmying to the couch, which I enjoyed. I did enjoy the hot seat. I kind of wish I just would love to see like Sean say, Libby and Andre, time for the hot seat. And live under going, don't want the fucking hot seat. But that's that's the camp of it. And I liked that. But But content wise, there was nothing. I feel like I feel like Catherine tried to play hardball sometimes, but they weren't giving her anything. Um, and the guests, the, the guests, the cast was more involved with what happened through DMs or something like that. And it was a personality clash. And so I don't think we ever really got anything past surface level. And that's what bothered me. What did you think? Um, I could see that point. I think I liked it more than you. Um, there was, what did you like? Um, a kind of the things that I said about Catherine. I liked, again, I liked the, I liked the, the hot seat, the camp of it. Um, I, I liked that there were some couples that I felt like I, I felt like I got a better understanding of, of Mercy, Marcy and Michael. Um, and I actually felt like I understood them letter and I actually really liked them by the, it changed my opinion of them. Uh, How, at, at, what did you all. find out? Joe, just the relatability one. And also uh, when they were, we'll talk about it within the tell all, but just kind of hearing Mercy's experience and, um, Again, I don't want to get into all what we're going to talk about in the tell-all, but I think that too that they they just seemed much. It, it's different to some people do well in tell-alls because they feel like they can be more themselves in a tell-all. Yeah, um, and so I felt like we got to see more Mercy and Michael I, being themselves. I agree with you for that couple. I don't but think that, anybody else. No, but there were other drops that like there were. Well. I mean, a cell just doubled down on a cell, just but, like, yeah. But that's, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I didn't no. like all the infighting of, um, high school, high school shit. I didn't like any of that. I just don't think they bring in a lot of times they bring in other people. They brought in Tion's mom, but it didn't do anything because they just said the same exact things. The only thing that, that solidified is that Tion's mom is just as horrible as Tion. Mm, and she just, is a fucking harpy. She's a fucking horrible human being, and that's why her daughter is such a just gross piece of human well, humanity. You could tell. And David is a simp. <sighs> I kind of think he is. You could tell, though, 
Tian was being very guarded about anything she said. She didn't want to be there. Um, she was very uncomfortable. No. She was very uncomfortable on camera because she kept kind of staring into camera. Yeah. Um, and I just yeah. I felt like this cast was not ready for prime time. Uh, when it well, comes it's to different. when you're in a docu, you're in your house, you're get a little more comfortable, but you're on a stage now. And so it felt like season one of 90 Day Fiance when they were all kind of like, uh, uh, yeah, I get that. But also, I think the set was so ugly. Um, no, oh, the I rugs, liked it. I no, liked, the rugs were mismatched. I didn't no, like the rugs, but I no. liked the background and the brick. I liked it much better than that Wayfair shit. Totally disagree. I guess. It's I thought it was better ugly. than that Sandra Lee bullshit we yeah, get. Of course it, it's better. It's better than that, but it still looked ugly. I liked it. Um, I, liked I hated it. the rugs. The furniture looked like, like at least 12 years out of date. Yeah, we're going to disagree about that. Yeah, I liked it. Um, so, but I think, too, that – so let's just jump into kind of like the show. Yeah, Everybody's hated showing, it. Um, Content-wise, hated it. Yeah. So they're showing up, and um, I don't know where Rebecca got this dress. Oh, it was a T-shirt that she kept trying to like pull, pull down. down. It was, Again, she can't dress herself for shit. I don't think she sat down in the dress no. to see what it was like when she would sit down. Um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, I don't even remember how everybody else – it's been so long since I watched this. I watched there was it. there was actual hair and makeup, I, I said. <laughs> That's true. There was. There was. There you was. could see them actually putting on makeup, which I think it would be nice to see them doing that. For other people, I, I think it would make us feel like it's an actual TV show. Yes, yes. I think it would be nice to to have that, like someone doing that for Sean, someone doing that for some of the other cast members. Um, They're uh, already talking shit about each other. We find out a cell has problem, big issues with Mert. Um, is Rebecca, the, is, is, does Cell have problems with Mert or Shane? I was confused. Well, she said in the beginning, I have very big issues with Mert. That's what she said. That's she Rebecca. Never, uh, no, Cell said that. I wrote it down. Rebecca did too. But Rebecca I talked about- I wrote down Cell has issues with liking Shane. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess they have issues with everyone and- Okay. Like Robert- um, Robert's weighing in. And so they're all ready. And then Shane walks in and only one person stood up for Shane when she walked in the room and said already shit. So well, there's already this drama before they even tell all even begins. One of the problems here is we're, we're getting, we're getting hurt feelings from Shane. That is obviously not just based on today. Yeah. And I get that they couldn't show. I would have loved some fucking screenshots. I don't know if that was out of their budget. Yeah, I would. Or too. what? Um, I just don't love it when this this became the focus of the tell all instead yeah, of getting it was digging into information there, about their lives. There was no digging. Yeah. There was no digging, and that's why this was a disappointment for me. Um, so should we just get into uh, Rebecca and Christian? Yeah, let's just get into it. So, um, so they're they're in the hot seat. They're watching everything back. And um, what do you think when Catherine just said, "So hey Shane, what do you think about this couple?" Which I it's like, and I wrote, "Oh, so this is how this is going to go." Yeah, I wrote, "This is this is not going to be Sean Robinson taking the lead." Asking mm. questions, uh, kind of like follow up about how did you feel when this happened? How did you feel? We're just going to take the temperature of the room. This I had a problem with, actually. Mm -hmm. I did not like – it doesn't matter what Shane thinks about Christian and Rebecca. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. That's why I but, thought that was, this was dumb. I feel like this is the way 90-day tellers are just going, period, though. But no, I disagree. Now they're doing be. this in the U.S. What tell-alls are you watching? They're what are starting you talking to do, about? They're starting to do this. No, it's, I, I'm not saying in a good way. Like I feel the U.S. tell-alls are starting to do this more too of quickly getting into cast member. What do you feel about this person's situation? You mean Sean says, hey, 
that what do you think about this? It's Dick I disagree. Sean, no, Sean doesn't say that as a host, but they people still. We talked about no, a lot. No, I, like I totally agree with people you. People are saying their opinion. People will say their opinion. That is very, very different than what happened here. Than a host, I guess. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. So I see that. Do you see how that's very, very different than not even asking questions, going right into Shane? What do you think and about Sean this couple? Shad will do that, but it's always after we kind of yes. get a backstory of the couple or the couples. It's talking about their experiences, maybe some, and usually something new or. Uh, or something relevatory comes out, and then Sean asks their opinion about that. But Sean also the asks the group. I don't think she normally asks a specific cast member. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is very different than what happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, so I think it's very different. Uh, and I did not like it. And Shane, of course, does have opinions. Um, she thinks they're two faced, and uh, and then it just goes into. Not even about what happened on the show is that they didn't say hi to Shane, and Shane is butthurt about it. It just made everyone look really petty and small. Yeah. And I, I don't think it was up. I thought Catherine handled it pretty well because this could totally run away. And thank God, honestly, thank God she kind of made jokes about things because it would have been, I think, Sean just kind of would have sat there with her eyes big while people just fought. Yeah, just, yeah I, it I agree. Yeah. I think what I wanted to hear was, um, I think, uh, then Shane proposed a question to, to Christian. Why were you talking about the devil on your shoulder? Why would you say that? That's blah, blah, blah. And I guess it's not good when the cast members start asking questions. That's when I had problems. No, and that happens. That's happening now on 90 Day US too. But... It's because Sean doesn't – Sean is normally asking the questions, so they have to pepper them in. Yeah. This was launched so Shane could ask a question. Mm -hmm. So I just thought the power dynamic was off because mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. the host should have the power dynamic. I think that's the difference of having someone who's a host versus someone who's a comedian. Totally agree. They're going to be different. And, but I don't think this group of people, this group of cast members can handle it. They're not improv comics. Mm-hmm. No, I'm I just about didn't. The, the, the comedian being Catherine. No, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, this cast could not handle the can't could not handle kind of like batting the ball around. Mm. They needed a host. What do you think about? I don't. We can move on to Tiana and David. I think I'm. I think I might change my. What do you mean? No, they're not until the end. Uh, no, they were next. I thought Tiana and David. No, or whoever the next couple is. Michael and Mousy. Oh, maybe. Well, I guess they had a little bit of Tion. Okay, sure. We can talk about Michael Myers. Oh, they ask about David's dancing. Yes. Um, and oh, I, I what was interesting here, I needed to talk about when they're talking about jealousy. And they all went. That's what yeah, they talk about, yeah. It's very normal to be in a relationship. Jealousy is very normal. It's you should be jealous a little bit. I was like, I hate this talk. I went, no, no, that's not that's not normal at all. Not normal at all. Um, and right. yes, they're talking about the jealousy of her belly. But dancing. and he's Not like, and so Tian says, "Who looked like a deer in the headlights the whole time and did not want to be there?" I think and she that lied out her mouth when she said, "When it comes, to David, if he wants to stay up till three a.m. dancing, I'm doing that. I don't care." And I went bullshit. And lie. It was it was actual it was actual lying. It was and actual lying. She's like, I'm not. She said, I'm not telling David he can't dance. And then I love that Catherine said, actually, I watched it and you did give that ultimatum <laughs> to him. And, and she's and like, she's no, like, well, no, you're I entitled. Didn't. You're entitled to your opinion. And Catherine's, Catherine's like, I'm being gaslit right now. <laughs> that was my favorite. Like she's like, it yeah. was on camera. That's what I really liked about. Those were the best moments when Catherine called out no, hypocrisy. That that was the best. Those were my favorite moments of this. Yeah. And mm -hmm. this is we could never get this on the U.S. Because she, the production no, would never she, allow it. She, now she doesn't care anymore. But when Catherine said, "So David, are you still dancing?" Shocker. David says no, because she's worth it. And then Catherine says, would you expect someone who'd been previously dancing to quit? And she's like, but, well, he's never been in a previous relationship before, so he didn't really understand what you would want. And I just, I, 
I think Tian still, I think she was trying to be nice, but she still came off as a complete asshole. Yeah, because <laughs> she is a miserable, y'all, we've got, we've got miserable bitch across the pond. Miserable mm. bitch number two. So they're talking about Christian Rebecca and jealousy, and then they, she's like, I know you received comments about your belly dancing, and she's like, I'm all for body positivity, you go and do it, and I bet that a lot of the comments about her belly dancing were like, this ain't belly dancing. <laughs> yes, that's what she was talking about. Yes. I, so I think the idea of body positivity and dancing and her belly dancing, can we separate those two and talk about the problem that a lot of people had with this was technique? <laughs> yes. There was no traditional belly dancing technique that was she, she was doing. She was just shaking her titties. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think that's what our problem was. We didn't have a yeah. problem with her body. <laughs> no. I don't have an opinion about her body. So anyway, they've applied for their spousal visa, and they're going to go to Argentina, and he wants to be a firefighter. And I looked her saying, I look forward to the calendar. And that was literally the first thing that I thought of, and I went, oh, God, she <laughs> you were the same. You were the same. I, I think I went, I think I said, oh, I'd like to see that porn. And she said, please send in your photos okay, <laughs> for research purposes. I loved her. Loved her. But I love My, you, so maybe that's why. Michael and Marcy. And I get the love. She was like, Mercy, Marcy, who are we talking to here? And they here? said, we don't know. Um, <laughs> they were both so funny. I agree that I think that's they, what made me love them more. Is they, they relaxed. were they were the most kind of approachable. And I think even Mercy said, "I don't know who's going to be the most miserable person here, me or Asshole." Um, <laughs> Like Mercy can make fun of herself uh-huh. and not take it so seriously. Also, I mean, I didn't like all the fighting, but it did make me uh, just feel nice that Michael was so protective of Shane and Mert. Yeah, that was. But um, so I just that made me love them more too. But so they they're talking about Catherine's asking about all like all like the swindling things like you know we're just learning this did you you saw that she had this profile and (laughs) i wrote i forgot all about this i forgot that this was a plot line we called her a con we both did we're like con 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 and she and catherine's like so you don't think there's any catfishing going on and i love that asa was like i always use a fake name on dating (laughs) websites (laughs) when i met robert i was a (laughs) dill I'm like, maybe it's because your name looks like asshole. Maybe, uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. She, and then she said, I'd like to invite Thomas to the stage. Oh. oh. And, she, and she's like, just kidding. There is no Thomas. So that, you, <laughs> Did you see Mercy's face? Like, what the fuck? Now, Christian says to Mercy, didn't you mention, message like millions of people? That's a good question. That's a good question. And she did. She, they they kind of hum and a hum and a. She's like, I was just trying to talk to different people. And... That nothing really got answered here. Um, I think it's because they wanted to push it, but they didn't want to push it far mm-hmm. because it does seem skeezy the farther you go. Yes. And they talked about the fake dowry drama, which we we called fake. Um, and Catherine says, my sister Joanna, she's so sweet. She'd probably get like blah, blah, blah. But for me, it would be one, one goat because I'm such a bitch. <laughs> But y'all, Mercy's gotten out. She feels better. She meets people. She's got She's a job working at KFC. Um, and I should give her is, grandma Hazel's coleslaw recipe. But all I've got to say is it's probably became because it became spring and you don't have seasonal depression anymore. That's true. Mercy <laughs> just put a just put like a quarter cup of sugar in that coleslaw. That's what grandma Hazel did. And everybody's going to love it more. A, she just added sugar. Yes. You that, don't add that much sugar to the slaw. Well, with all, they, they're fixing a big, huge batch. Yeah, but like, yeah, but no, but yeah, uh, but no, but we don't no, have it, time for this. No, it's so interesting. Like some coleslaw where I grew up, <sighs> coleslaw was it was you put just a pinch of sugar, and people would complain if the coleslaw was too sweet. Yeah, not Grandma Hazel. <laughs> um, I feel like the di- most disappointing thing on this hotel all was Louise and Jose weren't there. I 
need to know why they weren't there. I do too. They're they're on a couch in their home. I will say, I don't know what is it that uh, Louise has. She has um, why she's I'm on disability. fibromyalgia. So maybe she had complications with that because she literally looked like the living dead on that couch. She was. She looked exhausted. Like, uh, and I don't know how recent the baby was born. Um, like, yeah, I wish they would have said you had the baby last week. And then I would have been like, oh, they, okay. They got did it. not explain why they weren't there. And it was very weird. I love you, chicken baby. So he's like, uh, he loves being a dad, protect baby. <laughs> oh boy. Jesse getting recognized. He said, all I can do is be a good role model. And, and they asked said him. this about Jesse, and it was very obvious. At, y'all, Jesse is literally just rolling his eyes during <laughs> the interview. And, and Christian even said he does not want to be there. No. And Poor he, Jesse. they do ask, has he, is, is Jose pulling his weight? And he's like, it's gotten better. Some things could be improved, like getting a job, which I don't think he can work yet. But um, No, because he made it just in time. He did see the birth, yeah. y'all, just in time. And everyone asked, I think Michael and Mercy said, this is far too quick to have a baby and provide for the child. And, Lu- and Louise said something that either made sense. She wasn't going to engage, but she said, as long as we're not hurting anybody, it's fine. I wish you everything. I wish blah, blah, blah. And Christian's like, after all, she's not getting any younger. And they're like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, when Christian said, I get it. I get it. She's got to have that baby. It's now, literally Christian said, it's now or never. And everybody, you see Shane just go, Fuck. If he would have said that about Shane and Shane would have been, she would have came up off her chair and beat the shit out of him. So y'all, um, he, he's got a visa and sings in Spanish and that's it. And Louise says to everyone, I wish him the best. I hope everyone gets the love that they deserve. <sighs> Robert Tion didn't even realize that was shade. <laughs> Robert and Essel. Shane's like, I'm not clapping. (laughs) (laughs) Which I kind of love that pettiness. No proposal. They're still together. But Estelle says, it's not cultural to say I love you very fast in Kazakhstan. If I I say it, it will be real. And spoiler alert, y'all. The the interesting thing here is, y'all, she was able to create plausible deniability. She's a professional. Yeah. This woman is going to get what she wants because she came off, even though she came off cold, you kind of understood why she would do things. Mm-hmm. And 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 Ossel said this, she's, this was very smart of her. She said, we don't get along because, talk about the daughter, Arwen, because Robert shares his problems with me and between her and I go into protective mode and then he shares our problems and then she goes to protective mode. I went, that makes complete sense. It's I'm gonna, John telling. I'm going to add that it does make complete sense. However, it would make complete sense if these were three grown adults. But this is a 16-year-old child. You right. need to be the adult. Well, I agree with you. He should not be telling his 16-year-old daughter about problems with her either. He shouldn't. He should yeah. be telling her, and she should say, she should be a fucking adult and go, oh, wait, maybe she's a young kid and just she's going through her process, and I need totally. to step back. Totally. I think they're both shitty. I agree. So they're talking about finding clips of his on his phone, and they and Shane says, don't go stooping on your partner's phone sneakily. Um, and I looked at Shane did say, why are you with him? You don't like his dog, your house, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true. Shane was right. I, I think Shane was dead on when Shane said, what do you like about him? Cause we, we say this all the time on the show. We haven't seen that. We haven't seen. Yeah. And she's like, well, he's kind. He's a great father. And then Asshole says, and he wants to change for us. And I'm helping me. him to change. He wants to change for himself. And I'm happy to change. And I said, spoken. Spoken like a cult leader or a Nazi. Yeah. So then there's click talk. This idea of um, Asshole and the mean girls and all yeah, this. Yeah, and Mercy. And then she sent a message to Mercy about Shane and Shane, or sorry, and Mercy told Michael and uh, Michael told Shane. And Mert's like, why you bring drama? You making a bitch team. 
<laughs> and, and that's where Shane says, I think you're a bitch. And everyone goes, oh. and it's like these people don't say the C word on television. <laughs> and like everyone's like, oh, name calling, name call. And Rebecca goes, how dare you call someone? I would never call someone names. Yo. I'll just be passively, aggressively bitchy to them the entire time. All of a sudden, it was the Polliner All Fruit commercial with the guy <laughs> saying, please pass the jelly. <laughs> oh, oh, what? What? We've talked about that and you had never seen you know, it, right? We had never seen it. Yeah. I, I got to say, I don't get all the drama, but I, you guys, at least Shane fucking remember that she's on a reality show and fucking call it out and at least, yeah. at least call it out and talk about it and not try. Uh, you're, you're, I, hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our song, Finch Song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Song Finch's top artists. 
Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. I think you said this earlier. The rest of them were trying to save face. Yep. And I, I love that Shane was like, this is bullshit. Call it out. And no, like, she was the only one being real. On only the stage. one being real. Only one. hundred percent. Totally. Cause guess what? Asshole is a bitch. Y'all. She's a bitch. She's a, and what's she's interesting terrible. is even you could tell even Michael and Mossy were trying to be diplomatic. It also, they didn't bring this up, but it may, yes, Michael and Mark, they were, they were trying to be diplomatic, but at the same time, you could tell Michael kind of drew the line that it did seem cruel. And, I'm surprised no one, they probably didn't want to bring it up, but it made me wonder, I just, you can't help but wonder what are assholes thoughts on trans people. That's exactly what I thought. And if she was excluding Shane because she didn't think Shane was quote a real woman. That is exactly what I thought. Um, I don't think Rebecca seems way open to those kind of things. I don't mean to profile people from the Baltic States sometimes, but they can be a little conservative. Yeah, um, I think in their that, views. That, that's what I think. That I think, I think that was I, their that's exactly what I thought too. Like and I think was, Michael and Mercy knew that, and mm-hmm. were kind of underlying speaking to that, no, which is why they had compassion. No, no one said it, um, but that's ex- that's exactly what I assumed. I hope they that, all four go to dinner and take a picture and just send it to us so we know they're doing good. That's not going to happen. No, because Shane's not going to go to Claxton. I'm no, like, no, fuck no. Claxton, not Claxton. Um, I'm sorry. I'm getting, We had Coach Claxton. I, he, I had a feeling. Yeah, uh, yeah. Coach Claxton who taught baseball with his son Goose. There's no time for this, even though I really want to ask follow-up <laughs> questions. Like, why was he called Goose? He had a really long neck. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He had a really long neck. Shut up. <laughs> short, very short person, but the very long neck. <laughs> I have to move on. Anyway, uh, they go to smoke. Mert and Shane walk off. They come back. But and Oslin says, I didn't know my opinion would be shared with another couple. It's very double faced. Just because you didn't know it was going to be shared doesn't mean you should say it. <laughs> Because it was it was Mercy that told Shane that was happening, right? Michael who told or it was Shane. My, it was Michael who told Shane that was happening. Yeah. And so Assel is trying, yeah, again. No. And, uh, and no then she you. said, anything you want to say to, to Robert? She goes, I love you. And Shane's face. Ooh. <laughs> uh, ooh. Shane, if you're listening, I would do the exact same thing. I would be pulling faces like that well, shit. And the way Shane is acting about this, Shane even said the B word. She said, I've been bullied by people before. Yep. Y'all, this is I think this is hundred percent trans bullying. One hundred percent. Yep. I feel like it is too. Um, and so Shane comes back and she says what everybody says on a reality show when someone actually made them leave because they pissed them off and they come back and they say, you're not making me leave. <laughs> We've all done that. We've all done that. You know, where you get angry and you're like, I'm leaving. You're making. And then you come back. You're like, no, I'm not giving you the satisfaction of making me leave. Uh, the next thing we get is they took a little break, but we are going to, there's no Katie and Alejandro. And we, oh, I just want to say we all rolled our eyes when Estelle says, I love you just like Shane. Oh yeah, totally. Sorry, go ahead. So later on, we do a where then now we're going to do it at the end, I believe, uh, because we have a more, um, more comprehensive. Well, we, we won with Katie. We do have a big, oh, we should have said this, y'all. Mary, Colin, Sissy, Detective did some deep digging, not on all the couples, but we do have a Katie and Alejandro huge update that dropped on social media this week. Just huge. recently. Yeah. From Katie's I Instagram. almost think like two days ago. Yeah. So hot news. So we'll skip the where they now right now and go straight to Richard and MR. Richard and MR. This is interesting. They bring back someone from season one. 
I think it's because we didn't have a couple. I think it's because we only had. Yeah. Maybe they were already going to be there. But I, and I like that they they did. I did like that they gave us an update on where the season one couples are now. Mm-hmm. They don't really do this ninety day here. It's too all. That would take forever. I think. I think a lot of it. <laughs> I think the U.S. version kind of says if you don't want to have anything to do with us anymore, we don't give a fuck about you anymore. Yeah. Like in other words, if you don't want to do the show, we're not giving we're not we won't give a fuck about you. You're dead yeah. to us. Yeah. I think that's the way production works. I think this was an attempt to it's just a different kind of look. It's a it's a it's a different way of a production company handling it differently. Yeah. Because this is not the same production company if you if you didn't know that. No, but I like from last season. So you said we're not gonna talk about those now. Are we gonna talk are we talking about the season one update? Where are they now? Honey. Yeah, we're gonna do it at the end. Yeah, that's we're what we're gonna I do. Okay. Yeah, um, they they're talking about Richard and Emma, and they nothing is really new. Um, when Catherine said, "If I didn't live here for a year, Emma, I would need subtitles <laughs> for you." <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll skip them for right now. Um, but basically, Richard asked a couple of questions. And it kind of Richard questioned, do you love Michael mostly? All I saw was negativity. You should be not, you should be nicer to him. Uh, um, can I say, I do like Richard. Um, he's we, supposedly really liked. No, I really <laughs> liked him. I know Blighty Day said he's really, really nice. Yeah. And um, I do, I do end up really liking him. And also really kudos. Did you notice he was wearing the pride flag? I did not on see his, that yeah, on his suit. He was wearing the pride flag, specifically the pride flag with the twan, trans and black and brown and black and brown. I forget the newest version of the pride flag. I did so not see. I that. thought, what a statement, especially having a trans person on the show. Good for um, him. Yeah, I just so um, that's wonderful. I loved seeing him. I, I, um, I, I, I he's I still kind of gross, but I, I was fine. I, he's funny. He's funny. Uh, MR, she's still, we'll talk about her, what happens later. She was, she's kind of still well, we talk about her be there because she was there. Let's just talk about her yeah. now. Uh, they're y'all, they're still together. And Catherine asked about the phone call and the wedding. She's like, well, he wanted to include his mother in the wedding. And that's why he answered. It still felt weird though. It still <laughs> felt weird. Um, still felt weird, but y'all there's, they're still together. Emma God. and Jose, they're still together, which means we could get them on another season. So that's what, to me, having these two people on season one meant we're probably going to have those two people on season three. Possibly. That, ugh, yikes. Um, I um, think they will stay around maybe with the franchise. Uh, Tian and David. Oh, Her I mean, mother kinda, is here. Like, <laughs> is anyone excited? She's happy now because she got the ring she wanted. Uh, and the reason why David can't be there is his visa got rejected, and they're going to wait for the spousal visa. They're going to wait for the spousal. And David had to live with, move in with his grandmother to pay for her fucking ring. <laughs> Y'all, and a move, even though he makes good money as a math teacher, moving in with his grandma. And mom's like, and I'm proud of her because I would have done the same thing. Um, and, uh, later on, and she said there were, he was talking about this, the proposal with the fake ring. And she says, he's like, well, she could have said no. And that was my ultimatum. If she wasn't in love with me, she should have said no to the, to the ring completely. And I went, yeah, but still, and even Catherine went, yeah, but she still was awful about it. She still was. Yeah. Even Catherine was like, yeah, she, but the mother was so, no. God, she was so horrible. I never want to see these two people. No, on no, our again. no, no. It's interesting. I would, hmm. I understand the idea of creating a villain. I understand the idea of it. I don't understand the idea of creating a villain without motivation. I don't understand. She, again, she's like a Disney villain. She's mean yeah. to be mean. But at least with Disney villains are fun about it. Yeah, she's she's not fun about it. Oh. And 
you kind of understand, you understand Danielle, miserable bitch, AKA, AKA dog, the bounty hunter. You kind of understand why she does what she does. Um, it, it's, and she's good at it. Yeah. Tian doesn't seemingly have, I don't, any sort of ethical code except for I'm a flat character and to be awful. Yeah, I don't get it. Bye. Never want to see about you again. Shane and Mart in the hot seat. Shane and Mart, Rebecca, there walks. She's like, I'm literally so bored of them. Um, she uh, says, under Boy, Rebecca breath. did not show up well. No, gross. She looked, I again, y- y'all. Christian is going to cheat on her in five years and leave. I said it. I said it on the last episode. I think five years is generous. Generous. Okay, so. Um, so they fix the problems with his mother, Shane says now, and that they're fan and that they're they're fine. Um and Rebecca Rebecca even says they we're talking about his uh anger issues. And it's so interesting that we I feel like was no one talked, no one mentioned Christian screaming at Rebecca. No, that um, didn't get that didn't get talked about. And it's kind of weird that they all worried about Mert's anger issues. And at least Rebecca said, I'm going to defend him because this anger is cultural. So apparently men in Turkey just scream. Well, she, um, yeah, she did defend it. She's like, cause I, cause I'm really not a bitch. And Catherine said, I believe it was stupid bitch. <laughs> uh, can, we <laughs> can we just get along? I love it. They weren't ready to, they, <coughs> they, I don't think any of them were ready for Catherine. Oh, and she's great. Anyway, and she's like, but now Mert's great. Shane says he lets me drink anything I want. And she, I said, I'm not, not even got an apology about it. And they talk about telling his parents that she was trans and dad was. Did have a harder convinced. time at first. Yeah. But when we, but it's come around, it's come around. Yeah. And, uh, and Mert even says, my dad loves Shane more than me. Oh, Anyway, they all say things like, don't judge people. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I, I did not like this tell-all. Well, Catherine says, this is your last chance. Anything you want to say? And Christian says, don't judge people based on TV. We're all human beings. I think we're all good people. And I went, uh, did you see a cell in Tion? And then immediately Shane says, what I saw on TV is the same that I saw with people today. <laughs> and Catherine was like, well, that's it. That's it. Shane got the last word. Well done. Well done, everyone. She yeah. said, and if your relationship uh, goes up the shitter, give us a call. <laughs> um, I think that's it. Do you want to do the where are they now? Sure. Um, okay. <laughs> Sissy Mary says, this document will take about nine minutes and 45 seconds to read or almost the length of one Oklahoma story. Thank you for that shade, Sissy Mary. Uh, yes. Um, that's, that's a short Oklahoma story. That's a short Oklahoma story. Uh, uh, right. Alejandro. We're going to, she wrote a lot, y'all. And just for time's sake, we're going to, um, Poodle has an appointment. Don't ask I, what type. And he said, it's we my can do the rest session. of this afterwards. And I said, we are not spending more time on UK when they fucked us with our schedules. So we're going to blaze through it. The um, only returning couple from season one, we saw them last. They were getting married with a wonderful celebration sponsored by Murphy's Law as it rained. Um, and it's previously on the on the podcast we reported. And they said before, they are not together. Uh, but Katie just dropped major tea the day before this recording. It's all on an Instagram post. And she said, I said, I once said something on TV. How can you love someone that you never met, but it feels so right? Wow. Now I finally know the meaning of what that means. She is pregnant. She is due in early 2024. She went on to say that she's amazed she keeps this secret for so long and her family is excited and feeling weird about the whole thing. Uh, here's some other things that she shared in the comments. So what now? Well, it's all about my sweet little baby now. I battle with guilt on a daily basis that that they aren't going to have the family they've always dreamed of having. However, what I'm realizing is that I'm more than enough for the baby and my love is worth good enough. Uh, my love is worthy. 2023 has really tested me, but this baby is my purpose now. And they ask, are you okay? And she says, I know a lot of you will genuinely care and want to know if I'm okay. And I'm going to be honest with you. 
without my family, friends, therapy, and dialysis work family, that's where she works in a dialysis clinic, I don't know where I'd have been. And it's very hard admitting you're struggling, and I'm glad I spoke to people about what I was experiencing. I want to highlight mental health should always be taken very seriously. Constantly worrying about the future is my biggest worry and the leading cause of my anxiety. But as my therapist says, you have to bring things back to the now. I'm so glad she's in therapy. Mm-hmm. Therapy and the support from people close to me has helped me. And now I'm feeling a lot more confident in doing this journey as a single mummy because I've had so many role models around me. They ask, is Alejandro the baby's dad? She says, yes, he absolutely is. Our baby was conceived six months into our marriage whilst living in Mexico together. We found out together in Mexico when I was early on. Was the baby planned? Throughout our entire relationship, long distance, engagement, marriage, we spoke almost daily about having a child together, and it was always a dream of ours to have our own little one as much as we knew, as much as much as we knew how much we loved each other, and we knew how we how much love, so much love to give. The baby wasn't planned yet as obviously we wanted to wait until visas were sorted before bringing a baby into the world. However, I strongly believe some things do happen at the right time, and this baby has helped me so much. This is the kicker, y'all. Is Alejandro going to be part of the baby's life? Unfortunately, the answer is no. Oh, Jesus. 100% his decision. She She says, this is 100% his decision. I know I got some backlash over not speaking about Alejandro. And blocking his name off my grid. This was to prevent people from trolling him and ripping him to pieces, not because I was being immature. Uh, I'd actually say I've dealt with things very maturely, even with the whole world on my shoulders. I can't speak on behalf of Alejandro, but I will say he decided a long time ago that he did not want to be part of the baby's life and has not changed his mind on it. I can confirm he's not spoken to me since I left his house in Mexico. God. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I mean, this makes sense because we felt like we saw, when we did see them, we saw a different Alejandro this season Mm -hmm. because he knew that she was pregnant. So we... Really? I thought this was after No, she said she got pregnant in Mexico while she was in Mexico. So... No, I, 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 the way I assume they got pregnant even before they got married. So was she went, she was, in, she was living in Mexico together and then she went back to England. Then they came back for the wedding. I think, I don't know. It, actually, it's not clear if you're, you're right. Could maybe it's after. Um, we, anyway, we genuinely mean this, not in the Sean Robinson way. We wish Katie the best. So, oh, God. Um, oh, it makes me very sad. Y'all bride and host, not together. Not oh, together. good host. Call me. Ooh, they split fuck. up after the show. Uh, in June, she posted a picture of a new relationship, but she's deleted that. Now appears she's single again and is claim and claims that she and host are still friends. Host. host looks like he's doing okay. He's a little soft in the middle now, which oh, I prefer. No. He appears to be single or at least not in a serious relationship. Fuck, he looks hot like he can fuck he's in a backwards so hat. Hot. Look at him in that backwards. But Mary, sissy Mary detective. Okay, calm down. Calm down. Uh, uh, <laughs> Keep going. 
Callum and Marvin still together and maybe married. Uh, in season one, Callum from Scotland was looking for love. Dissatisfied with the dating pool in his small village, Callum logged into an international dating app and met Marvin, a world traveler and assistant HR manager at Club Med Exclusive Collection Resort. Despite the ups and downs, Marvin proposed to Callum at the end of the season, and then their love story sort of fell off during season one. We never, <laughs> That's true. We never saw them. Um, now, Mr. and Mrs. Larame... Marvin's last name, or Mr. and Mr. Lorame, are doing great. They refer to each other as they're often online. They recently, they recently took a trip to the Seychelles together, which is where Marvin is from. Um, and it's also the resort Marvin works at. They traveled to Japan together, and it looks like back and forth from their homes, keeping a committed long-term relationship. Apparently, Marvin was in Dubai around Labor Day and Netherlands just before that. Despite their postings about sharing Marvin's last name, I've yet to see a wedding photo, and there is no way perfect skincare and long-haired column isn't showing off a dramatic wedding look for the world to see. If they're married, maybe it's only paper for travel so they can have a big wedding. Callum's mom is in the picture and very supportive. Callum also just met up with Katie for Thai tacos in Edinburgh as well. She needs a gay friend. She does. And there's pictures of him. I'm happy for them. Emma and Hossein. Emma! Uh, so Emma who man- is an older woman who manages a Persian takeaway restaurant and met younger 35-year-old bodybuilder from Iran on social media. They actually met six years ago and met in person once previously in hashtag Bodrum. Hashtag Bodrum. Uh, reports say they're still together and possibly in the same confusing quote, why are these two people moving forward with this situation? Uh, the last photos of them together are from October 2022. She is nowhere to be found on his impeccably portrayed <laughs> Instagram profile. Oh, honey. Um, she uh, said, hashtag beard. <laughs> wow. If you look, she posted like his model walk and a thing of him working out. He's just, oh man, he's so douchey. Uh, he is walking down a stairwell posted last June with the wedding hashtag, walking over a mat that translates, keep your distance for your health. This is the same outfit he wore on his wedding episode, so it's possible this folder is older than last summer. Um, here's a reminder of the outfit and Emma's. I've made a huge mistake face during that one phone call that would even embarrass Mrs. Buck, Mrs. Bouquet. Okay. Okay. That's that's uh, uh, from Keeping Up Appearances. You don't. You've never seen it. No. <laughs> uh, Hi, it's Saint Bouquet, darling. Here's a little Facebook official marital status, but let's know so he has more. He has more than one Facebook account. So what's that's his all marriage? you need to know. That's all you need to want. Um, she does have some recent comments on her own Facebook page, suggesting it is behind. It's her behind it and many online speculate that this marriage is a sham associated with her job at the Persian Iranian takeaway restaurant to get over him and the to five get him years over of, very uh, different to, oh to get him over I'm sorry and the five years of photos and dating history could possibly be enough for a marriage visa that makes mm. sense here's her current Facebook profile picture it says don't be a, a, a C, C word, word. <laughs> yes to see you next Tuesday here's a photo uh a photo from 2014. He's wearing sweatshirts that say good lunch every day over his crotch. Wow. God. Anyway, also, lots of pictures of him. Yeah. Lots of pictures of him. Wow. And just, he has many Facebook profiles. Um, there's more, but I think uh, we can get to Pat and Sam. Um, She's not real. I mean, are we surprised by this one? Absolutely not. Uh, anyway, Pat and Sam, not together. Pat, the crazy lady with too many scarves, rediscovering herself in your local Zumba class. Initially met Sam on Facebook and missed 40 years. Yes. God, I miss saying that. Yeah. Thought she had found her toy boy. Last we saw, these two were trying to meet up on a boat in Greece before his homework got in the way of Granny Pat Pat. Fans of the show pointed out that Sam would have needed and would have been unlikely been able to secure a Shenzhen visa to even get to Greece. Greece is a member of the European Union and a part of the Schengen Zone. Sham, sh- sh- sorry, Sam would be visiting from a non-visa exempt country. Besides the usual, what is the nature of visit questions? Sam would have been asked to provide supporting documents like an invitation letter by a Greek host, proof of financial means, proof of lodging or round trip ticket, etc. by the border officer. You know, like as in South Korea trip that he was sent home from. 
Sam would have also had to get two different passport photos, copies of previous visas, uh, travel health insurance, proof of accommodations, proof of all of these things for civil status and cover letter. If Granny Fat was footing the bill, it would be unlikely he could provide sufficient evidence. There are even other supporting documents proving proving his students' status and employment status that they could demand before entry. They would have been even more paperwork if he and Pat had deported from one of the Greek harbors for transit by boat to a neighboring area, including a physical and valid seaman's book. Oh, my. Read that book. These two keep an extra low profile, and the word on the curb is she recently called the whole thing off. I was unable to find their profiles along with most of the internet. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do Richard and Kathleen. Not as we already know, not together. Uh, when we re- met Richard, he was a runner of the Pop Quiz Empire. Remember, he had the one nudist pub trivia night, y'all. That was him. He was looking for a partner that doesn't mind picking up my socks and had a son. There was also a bit of that unfortunate camel toe tattoo, Ugh. y'all. Richard traveled overseas to visit Kathleen in an effort to win her family over. However, upon his return visit to the UK, she ended the relationship via text, which we did see on the show. Sorry, I don't know what to say. Her text message said to Richard Red, but I'm not happy anymore. In September 2022, the dad of one confirmed the split from Kathleen when he shared a meme that read, you're single, I'm single. You know what that means. Nobody wants us. (laughs) Wow. Followed by the hashtag single and ready to mingle. Richard has parlayed his appearances on the show into a digital creator brand. However, he Which still is works. Which is kind of what he wanted. Yeah, he's good at it. However, he still works a sort of event setup tech support job to pay the bills. He and Affie, Alfie are still getting on all right. Oh, that's a picture, cute picture of those two. Richard's handsome. I think he's cute. He is. Yeah, but as uh, Mary says, the man can't buy a fitted suit to save his life. Agree. Agreed. So many men can't. Oh, here's a picture of him. Uh, apparently, oh God, I got him. One Hanks. I want Hanks with why Jessica. We went over to England and we met. Oh God, we met Richard Wilson. God Wilson. One yeah. Hanks. One Hanks and Jessica got to marry Old England as part of their European vacation. Yes, she was unable. Mary was unable to find Kathleen, but I'm sure she's happy to avoid this disaster. <laughs> Sean and Christine, we were really uncertain here. Because they couldn't get a hold of them on the tell-all. They said, we don't know. Sean, the cleaning manager from Botley, uh, with a very unkempt apartment, met Christine eight years ago via social media. Unlike most couples in the franchise, Sean and Christine had already spent a period of time before their debut on the show. The series also revealed the pair shared a son together, with the Philippines native already having three children of her own from a previous relationship. Christine's kids are still back home in the Philippines, but their son, Christian, looks happy and healthy. Um, Here's Sean dancing to Careless Whisper and waiting on some public transit. (laughs) And here he is dancing in a sad attempt at drag in in her more hidden TikTok account. I think he was mocking one of Christine's dancing videos. She loves to dance online, y'all. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah. That they haven't heard from. Okay. Victoria and Sean. Still together. That was shocking to me. Sorry, um, my, 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 my Siri is going off for some reason. Oh, great. Uh, Victoria met Sean oh online. God, shut up. <laughs> While she described his profile picture as having as a suave looking guy, she added, then I found out it was an old picture. Y'all remember that was her. She was like, he was old. Oh, she also went on to see a lot of red flags like Sean not being able to explain how he funds his lifestyle based on an old wood cutting YouTube video. Despite confirming that they weren't returning for season two, Sean claims they never intended to live in the United Kingdom as it was portrayed on screen. On an Instagram post in May, he said that their time on the show was spent making crap Happy dramas for TV show like ex-wife divorce, bar fighting, and cafe fighting. I totally see this. That was a trash. Um, He also said a lot of episodes were removed, especially the storyline that Victoria wasn't allowed to enter Japan. That's why our story doesn't make sense on the show. It makes make sense. sense. Here's a picture of when Victoria and Sean met for the first time. Victoria, when we met her in person. 
Victoria, when we met her in the first, this is his notes. Victoria, when we met in person for the first time, it was at Cafe Nero in Piccadilly Circus, a road junction and public space of London's West End in the city of Westminster in October 2021. Well before applying to be on the show, it was even before we applied for that TV show. Then on September 10th, Papa Mar's birthday, Sean posted about this and about posted this about London. I felt time traveled to the past. London is such a city. Nothing is remarkable there. Nothing is distinct <laughs> there. Nothing is Jesus. advanced there. Nostalgic, tiny town f- with full of outdated, dumped things which have long gone in other parts of the world. I felt this city is a trash box of history. Ouch! Victoria seems, I disagree, Victoria seems pretty interested in moving to Japan as well as she's visited Sean over there. Her Instagram is filled with pictures of temples, Japanese food, snowy shots, and cherry blossom trees. Well, she's like a Japanophile. She loves everything. Yeah, she exoticizes him. They're maintaining a long-distance relationship at this time. (sighs) Great. That's it. Y'all. I wish them the best. <laughs> I wish them the best. <laughs> That's it, y'all. That's your 90 Day UK. This season was okay. Um, the, <laughs> but, you know, the tell well, I still think it's finding its way. We're hopeful for season three, which we will be covering. We will. I I think I think they need to go deeper next time. I, I think they need to give us the episodes early so we can do this show on time. That'd be really nice. That'd be really nice. That'd be really nice. All right, everybody, we call these lads and lassie lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts from across the pond looking for love and attention wherever we can find it in the most wrong places, poodles? Yes. Do and it ju- in the accent. Yes. And just though, if you go on, if you go on to show up on stage, wear a tiara. Because then everyone will know you mean business. <laughs> well done, Shane. Well done. <laughs>